Hello, everyone. This is Ade. Thank you so much for joining me and welcome back to Five Tree Christmas Podcast. Today, I've got a triple review for you. I'll be reviewing Taste of Christmas from Lifetime, Police Navidad from Lifetime, and A Nashville Christmas Carol from Hallmark Channel. Stick with me to hear what I think of these three movies. First up, I'll be reviewing A Taste of Christmas from Lifetime. The synopsis says that when Natalie learns that her cousin Francesca must cancel the Christmas Eve opening of her new Italian restaurant, Natalie's heart goes out to all the guests who are planning on attending. Since no one should be alone on Christmas, Natalie decides to make the opening happen any way that she can. However, the attractive but pessimistic chef Stefano believes it's impossible. There are only three days till Christmas. But Natalie insists that problems are just opportunities in disguise, and she soon convinces Stefano that they can do it. At first, these opposites do not attract, but feelings begin to change when they find themselves working side by side. With Stefano's help, Natalie learns that cooking, like Christmas, isn't about perfection. It's about sharing it with the ones that you love. So... I found that the characters in this movie were sometimes, especially at the beginning, written to be pretty annoying. But overall, I still really like the casting. The four main characters are two leads, Natalie and Stefano, and the teens that are supporting them with reopening this restaurant are really cute. They have a nice vibe together, a nice chemistry. Um, The main couple has a nice vibe as well. Um, I think they have a good chemistry. Um, But the problem with this movie, the core problem for me, is that I think we've moved past the time in movie and storytelling where it's cute for men and women to be super mean to each other and then fall in love. You know, in that way, the plot of this movie, the chemistry, the romance, all of it felt really dated. I would also add that the core plot of the movie, which is the two of them, you know, opening up this restaurant to save dinner or to save Christmas dinner for a bunch of Italians who are stranded in their town. It wasn't really that captivating. And the stakes really aren't that high enough to make you concerned about anything that they're doing. You know, with regards to the characters in this movie, the two teens are really cute. Um, Their love story is really sweet. They didn't drag it out, which I really appreciated. You know, they have their ups and downs, but, uh, you know, it's still uh, they resolve it really quickly and it's a sweet movie. there was a nice treat in the movie, uh, Nia uh, Vardalos of My Big Fat Greek Wedding fame. She's in this movie. It's always fun to see her. I'll watch anything that she's in. She is a gem. Um, overall, I don't think this movie is bad. I think the romance is there. It's sweet. The ending is particularly poignant in this movie, but missing this mo- missing a taste of Christmas won't change your Christmas at all. Um, you know, I give this a plot type of 1A slash 1C. You know, she's a girl from the city who's struggling to, you know, find her purpose to 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 just feel a sense of home she ends up in this small town fixing up this restaurant and she learns the true meaning of christmas and family and love it's really sweet um you know this movie isn't great but it's certainly not bad i gave it a three out of five christmas tree rating it's middle of the road um, and if you'd like to find it you can find it on lifetime next up i'll be reviewing feliz navidad from lifetime The synopsis says that David Morales, an Arizona high school principal and single dad, has lost the holiday spirit after losing his wife a few years ago during the Christmas season. Now, David will do almost anything to avoid Christmas, so he moonlights as a delivery driver during the holidays. But this year, David's 14-year-old daughter, Noelle, and his live-in sister, Marisa, are determined to bring the Yuletide spirit back to the family and, with a little luck, help David find love again via online dating. So when Sophie, a witty musician and customer on David's delivery route, swipes right on him, something magical happens between them. 
I really like The Least Sammy Dad. This movie is a treat. So, you know, given the name, <laughs> the play on the song Feliz Navidad, I was really worried about this movie, but it actually ends up being a ton of fun. The plot of the movie is one you can actually live without, um, but this movie is a character movie and the cast of characters that's in it is pretty delightful. Let's talk about a few scenes that I liked. First up, there was this emotional scene between David and his daughter that takes place at an ice cream shop. Um, you know, David and, and, and Noelle uh, are struggling. They they really love each other. They're open. But when it comes to Christmas, her dad just won't open up. And uh, they really just take this moment in the scene that's really emotional to share with each other about what, you know, his wife, her mom meant to them, what this ice cream shop means to them, memories of them growing up. Um, and it's, it's, just, it's just a beautiful, poignant, emotional, well done scene um, that really plays well. And I, I think I even cried during that scene. <clears throat> Next, I would say that there's a scene where David and Sophie meet on the date for the first time. You know, they've seen each other a few times on his delivery route. They've had a rapport and a banter um, that's been fun. And when he sees her, he doesn't know who he's on a date with because his daughter and his sister set it up, but she knows that she's looking for him. This is a classic meet cute. It's really fun. He kind of is wearing his heart on the sleeve. He's super nervous about his first date since his wife passed. And he's billing this all to her, not knowing that he's, you know, she's his date. And he's, you know, she eventually says like, hey, it's me. And, you know, it just allows for a fun, sweet rapport to continue with the two of them, even as they move into the dating portion of their relationship. It's, it's really fun. And finally, there's a great scene where the family is making tamales as a family. I know that this is a uh, a really common tradition, I think mostly for Mexican-American families. And it's really, really nice that they're bringing this tradition. You know, we've had it a couple times on Lifetime this year, and I think even one time on Hallmark. And it's just a nice celebration of, of a cultural touchstone for for so much of, uh, of um, uh, people in America and around the world. Um, so that's it was really beautiful moment between the family and uh, and Sophie. A couple of notes about the characters here. You know, as I said, the chemistry between this cast is really well done. This is a character movie. The women who played Mario Lopez's sister, her name is Mari Carmen Lopez uh, in real life. And and uh, the woman who played his daughter, uh, her name is Paulina Chavez. They are just so delightful. Their family works really well together. They have a great banter, um, a, just a, a good family connection. Um, every time that, you know, Mario Lopez's character, David, says mija to his daughter, it's just my heart melts a little bit. It's really sweet. Um, it's definitely like a bilingual jam, you know, and, and I was eating it right up. Um, I would say that Annalyn McCord and Mario Lopez have great care, uh, great chemistry as safe Sophie and David. Um, they were fun. I, I don't think it's, you know, out of this world, a super crazy lifetime chemistry, but it, it, it was solid. It was good. I believe that they liked each other, but you know, all of that, moving all of that to the side, I think the baseball coach slash music teacher, you know, he's the baseball coach and and they lose their music teacher. And so they have to bring him in to, to teach music and he's he's not good at it. Um, and this guy, Jesse Vargas, his real name is uh, Frankie Quiones. He is a scenes dealer. Every scene that he's in, his physical comedy, his commitment to the kids, his, his, his just his whole essence is so funny um, and, and just so heartwarming. I really liked his character. I think he's probably probably my favorite character in the movie. Um, so that, that's all the good about the movie. There were a few things that I didn't love. Um, you know, I, I would say that uh, 
there Sophie's in town visiting her dad and the dad's character is, is just weird. Um, I, I do not think he played well on screen at all. My sister and I actually thought he was sick when we first started watching the movie because he's acting so strange. Um, so that was, that was weird. Um, I would also say that Annalyn McCord's face uh is 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 distracting she has beautiful skin um and clearly she has beautiful makeup but there's something going on i don't know if it's the camera if it's some filter if it's the makeup but her face was glowing in a distracting way in the movie and we weren't the only ones to notice this this is actually something that people were talking about outside of just my sister and i so it, it clearly was something was going on with her face and then finally i would say you know mario lopez in real life is 47 annalyn mccord is 33 this age gap very much translated to the screen and it's not something they address at all in the movie it was strange i mean when sophie's character is walking around with noel they look closer in age you know sophie and and david's daughter than sophie does to david and it's not something that they ever address i mean i know these kinds of age gaps happen in real life um but it was certainly weird that they that they didn't bring anything up about it they didn't discuss it and i would say the very last thing is that you know these two uh, don't live in the same place. It's it's a real impediment. It's the reason that they make their relationship kind of a fake relationship. They, they're fake dating the whole movie and they acknowledge that. And um, that's because they live in different places and they have different, their lives are going on different paths. And so I wonder um, why the writers chose not to resolve this this problem. Um, but you know what? Overall, it ends and it's really cute. Um, the last thing that I would say is, is about this movie. Uh, I had a ton of fun watching it. It's directed by Melissa Joan Hart um, and I just love her. So it was it was great to have her behind the camera in this one. She also does a really nice on-screen cameo as kind of a, a call out um, to the two movies that she and Mario Lopez have done together. Uh, a Very Merry Toy Store just a few years ago, I think three years ago that one aired. And then of course, Holiday in Handcuffs, a Christmas classic. Um, you know, this movie's a 3A. David Morales is a bit of a grouch and and everyone brings his holiday spirit back to him. And I really debated about whether to give this a 3.5 or a 4. I really enjoyed this movie. Do I think it quite rises up to something that I want to watch every year? Not really, but I'd certainly watch if it, it came on again. Um, so I'm going to give this one a 3.5 out of 5 Christmas tree rating, but it is a high 3.5. And I want to I want to emphasize that. And if you'd like to find it, which I hope you do, you can find it on Lifetime. Last up, I'll be reviewing A National Christmas Carol from Hallmark Channel. The synopsis for this one says that a television producer is forced to work with the man who broke her heart on a country music Christmas special while being interrupted by Christmas spirits determined for her to revisit her past. So I don't like country music. (laughs) I might be alone here, but it's not my favorite genre of music. And so I didn't think I would like A National Christmas Carol, but overwhelmingly, I did enjoy myself watching this movie. You know, the main couple has nice chemistry and all of the other relationships in this movie are pretty sweet. In particular, I'd highlight the one between the main character and her sister. Um, It just really works on screen. So, you know, the ghosts are a ton of fun. They're, they're kind of not as much the core of the movie as I thought they would be, but it was still fun to see them, particularly the ghost of Christmas past. She and that ghost just have a really fun relationship. I would say the co- ghost of Christmas present played by Kimberly Williams Paisley was uh, a bit of a miss for me. Um, you know, I, I thought she she was doing a fake accent, which was weird um, and unnecessary, given that most of the other people in this movie did not have um, Southern accents. Uh, and it just it just translated weird onto screen i didn't see the reason they they made that choice you know this movie um had overwhelmingly you know 
good messages, good themes. I think that they were, the ghosts were really doing kind of what Scrooge ghosts to do. You know, they were showing her some of the decisions that she made in the past that has led her to where she are for things that she would blame other people. They'd show her the part that she played in them. But I would say I was frustrated by two of the ideas that, that happened in this movie. The first one being that, you know, they're both in the music industry, the, our, our lead couple. They were friends from childhood and they both grew up to want to be in this industry. And he gets his big break before she does. And she gets really mad at him that he doesn't, he's not able to pull her up with him right away. And I think that for me was frustrating because, um, you know, for two people that know each other so well, she had so little faith in him. Um, and and with just one, with one letdown, um, she was willing to let go of that whole relationship. And I found that to be really frustrating. And the second thing I would say is, you know, at the end of the movie, when they're rekindling the romance, she promises to him that she's going to stop putting work ahead of the people that she loves. And, you know, that was interesting to me because it seemed like a relic from old Hallmark movies where women are, uh, women who are hardworking, uh, career-oriented women are are perceived as not pr- prioritizing family. And that's very much not been the case for this character. She's half raised her sister um, and, and really prioritized family um, throughout her entire life. So I thought it was really interesting that they chose to for that to be her line and it seemed very much like just a dated uh a dated way to describe her problem um and and the the emotional journey that she had been on um it seemed very much uh like a typical hallmark like city people work too hard kind of vibe and i and i didn't like that um you know just that idea that women who work hard are, are putting their family behind them is, is not, um, I think, one that needs to be reported anymore on Hallmark or anywhere else. So overall, you know, I thought this movie was good. I think it's full of country music stars, but I don't know any of them. So, um, you know, as you're watching the movie, you know, they give the people these big sweeping shots and moments and they get to sing and and I just didn't know who they were. I figured that they're music stars because they're pretty bad actors, um, but that didn't mean they weren't fun. They were they were indeed a ton of fun. I give this movie a 3B plot type. She's a, she's literally a Scrooge. Um, that's what this movie is about. And she gets her ghosts of Christmas past and they remind her about the true meaning of Christmas and family and love. I give this movie three out of five Christmas trees and you can find it on the Hallmark Channel. So that is it for my reviews of A Taste of Christmas from Lifetime, Feliz Navidad also from Lifetime, and A National Christmas Carol from the Hallmark Channel. If you'd like to see my written reviews of these three movies, you can find them on my Instagram at 5TreeChristmas or on Facebook also at 5TreeChristmas. If you'd like to write me with any questions or comments, you can reach me at 5TreeChristmas at gmail.com. That is it for these reviews. Thanks for joining me and here's to the next review.